0: Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio.
1: Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans. Welcome to this Wednesday's edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Audrey Pacias, and today I'm joined alongside my producer, Karis Lay, and my co host Taylor Quinn and Presley Davis. We have a lot to unravel this morning from Texas State football to the Rangers leading the World Series. But right before we get into it, let's throw it to Presley for a word from our sponsor.
2: Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats. Drinks.
1: Scenic views. Thank you, Presley. Now let's dive right in. Today is November 1st, 2023, which is the first of the month. Shout out Playboy Cardi. How, how does that one go, guys? I mind blank right now. I'm like, uh, wake, wake up. up. It's, it's the, the first of, first of the month. month. Okay, but if you're old school, shout out Bone uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony, which is wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's the first of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all get the deal. <laughs> but let's dive right into our first topic, the topic that hurts us all, the cry heard San Marcos. The Texas State Bobcats football team take a 31-13 loss on their homecoming night against the Troy Trojans. (sighs) This Texas State team is the first team this season to total more than 400 yards against Troy's defense. And the Bobcats also turned over the ball a season high four times and gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. (sighs) Wow, that really pained me to say. But I want to know what y'all think. What do the Bobcats need to do to bounce back and prepare for Georgia Southern this weekend? It's a
0: tough loss. Going in, leading 10-7 at halftime, and then kind of just giving up the lead was disappointing. But like you said, they scored over 400 yards of total offense. It's just the turnovers. Turning the ball over four times. Come on, guys. I was expecting so much better. But I think for next game, you know, forget the loss you're playing at home again and this will be important for you have a set of road games coming up
2: yeah and this team I mean all season they've been playing really hard so it was a little shocking to see two interceptions and four turnovers but you know you you it's bound to happen to a team and it just kind of did hurt a little bit more you know there's one more game until the Bobcats were bowl eligible but there's still plenty of season left so there's still a chance for the Bobcats to get that bowl eligibility but kind of going into the Georgia Southern game it's just kind of keeping the ball like TJ Finley had his two interceptions just kind of like limiting those and also just being aggressive at the end of the day just really going out there and being aggressive and just kind of from the beginning just be on top
3: yeah I think um the team has gotten a little bit comfortable correct me if I'm wrong I just think that um they got uncomfortable where they're at and they know that they're better than the past seasons that Texas state has played. So, I mean, they do have something to fight for and that's bowl play and Mm -hmm. being the first team to do that. But um, our defense also needs to come back as well. Um, I just, I think that like Presley said, it just, i need a little bit more, be a little bit more aggressive, have a, a little bit of a fire under them to keep playing, keep playing hard. I mean, work hard, play hard, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and going into this game against Georgia Southern, defense is going to be super important because Georgia Southern has one of the best um, passing offenses in the conference. So defense is going to be really important. Texas stays in a four-way tie for second in the Sunbelt West Division, and then Georgia Southern is second in the Sunbelt East Division. So this will be a really good matchup, and defense will definitely be important for the Bobcats.
1: Absolutely. And just some little highlights to throw out there as well. Ismail Mahdi ran for 128 yards on 20 attempts for his third 100-yard rushing game of the season. Congratulations to that guy. He's been having one great season for him. Along with Cole Wilson, he led all Texas State receivers with eight receptions and 71 receiving yards. As for the defensive side of things, they had three sacks, which is their most since Jackson State, since uh, September 16th. I could be wrong, but... Fact check me. The next game will be Saturday, November uh, November 4th at 4 p.m. versus Georgia Southern. So y'all better show out or listen here at KTSW 89.9. Now, for a brighter side of things, we got Texas State soccer here. They got it done this past weekend with their first victory in the SBC championship since 2018. So huge congratulations to that girl. They faced off the Louisiana Raging Cages and took a dub with a 2-1 score. Wonderful things to come out of this first game, such as a team high of seven goals and 17 points by Olivia Wright. Caitlin Draper, that girl, has been having such an amazing season as well. She had seven shots, stopped seven shots, which tied for the second most by a Texas State goalkeeper in its Sunbelt tournament. But before we get into it. University of South Alabama and Texas State, which is their next game, have met once before in the SBC championship, which they ended in a draw. So I want to ask y'all, how can they keep their winning streak alive in this championship going up against South Alabama? I mean, they
0: just played them a couple weeks ago. I think it was October 22nd. They lost four to zero. South Alabama is a really, really good team. They ended up first in the Sun Belt and they're number one going into this tournament. So I think. I think just take momentum for last game and the Bobcats need to come out ready to play from the start and just bring a lot of energy to the game
2: you know you look at the South Alabama team and as well as the the Bobcats they both have winning streaks. South Alabama is on a six game winning streak and so it's kind of like how do you break that what is your game plan to break that streak for them and you know go further and it's just one of those things that the season's almost done there's only a handful of games left and what do you want to put out there? And I think for the Bobcats, they just have to go out there and really look at the game when they played South Alabama in the regular season and look at what did we do wrong? What can be fixed and kind of look at how South Alabama played and find these little mistakes and find their Achilles heel and take that into going into the semifinals.
1: Absolutely. uh, Presley. But, I always like to highlight these players. These girls are doing so well this past season. I have had the honor to go and watch these games as well. You know, this woman that we keep mentioning, Caitlin Draper, she is just a freshman and she has started the last 12 matches in goal where she has recorded a 1.24 with 61 saves and a 0.782 save percentage. She's a Hutto native, so huge um, little congratulations to that as well. She has five shutouts like I said, makes her the second most Texas State freshman goalkeeper. Yeah,
0: I mean, she has just been a great addition to this Bobcat team. I mean, 61 saves on the season is insane. And I think even last game, five of her stops came in the first 45 minutes. And she's she's really helped the Bobcats and saved them a few times with with scoring.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you kind of just look at this team and, you know, there's not a weak link on it. You know, that's just mm-hmm. a really high caliber team. And so for Coach Holman, that's Pretty comforting knowing, okay, we're going pretty deep into the playoff run. And, you know, he has these girls that they can step up at any mo- moment. And I think any of them are probably ready to step up when they need to.
1: For sure. South Alabama, like we did say, lead the all-time series 9-1-2 to in the regular season meeting. The Jaguars won 4-0 at home with two goals in each half. So that's going to be real interesting when the—is it away? I could be wrong. I know the next game, but I'm not sure if it's away. Mm. Good question. That is a wonderful question. I'm glad I'm bringing it up. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Um, It's at South Alabama.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, well, that's something to really look forward to. Unfortunately, we will not be there. But the next game will be Thursday, November 2nd at 4 p.m. versus South Alabama. Y'all be sure to listen to it here on KTSW 89.9. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, then hop back into some national sports. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. I'm your host, Audrey Pacias, joined alongside my producer, Karis Lay, my co host Presley Davis and Taylor Quinn. Now, jumping, jumping back into national little sports realm, right before we do get into that, I have our Tuesday tally. So... This was my question. I got to come up with it myself. I'm very proud of this one because it's so basic, but I know y'all are going to like it. The question was Who you got for Thursday night football for the NFL? Obviously, there are only two options this time It'll, it was the Titans and the Steelers. So, little Jerome, please, cares because I do not like this answer. <laughs> uh, let's. The Steelers, unfortunately, did take the lead 52% and the Titans got a 48 percentage. Taylor's looking at me and she is nodding her head. I <laughs> want to start off with you, girl. Please give me your input. I want to know it all. Okay.
0: Okay. As as I am a Steelers fan, I'm I'm honestly not sure about this game on Thursday. Kenny Pickett, they did say he will be playing, but he does have a little rib injury, so I'm not really quite sure how that's gonna go or why he's in. But you know, last game, the Titans are coming off one of their best offensive showcases. Ryan Tannehill's hurt. They have Will Levies, who just had an amazing game, four touchdowns. It was it was absolutely insane to watch. And the Titans haven't won on the road yet this season, so right. I'm thinking they might get their first road win. The Steelers have just been very ineffective ineffective on offense they're not they're not scoring many points they're not averaging a lot of points a game compared to other teams so i do think the titans will probably get the win
2: you know you look at this game and both teams are in a weird spot right now at this point in the season it's just they're both going through their own things and so i mean pittsburgh's 4 and 3 overall and tennessee's 3 and 4 overall so it's kind of like you're kind of at the same level right now and it's just going to be a matter of who who shows up th- on that day. And I don't know who I would want to pick, honestly. I think it's going to be a really good game. Like, for both teams, I have a I feel that it'll be a really good game, not just only to watch, but just to see how these teams are able to, like, pick up the pieces and continue fighting through everything that they're having to go through with injuries and everything. So it's just, you know... I'm probably going to pick the Titans for this one, see if they can get their first road win, and just kind of having their quarterback out, it's kind of like, how are you going to continue the season on? I was going to say, I was like,
1: Presley, you are a Cowboys fan. There's (laughs) one right answer, there's a wrong answer, and you... You said the correct one. Anyway, go go ahead, Karis. Oh, I was just
3: saying, like in the poll, I was going for the Titans just because I know that Kobe
2: and uh, <laughs> Taylor, are, if you're listening, are Saint fans. He's definitely very, listening he's, right get now. A call or call or Steeler time. fans.
3: Sorry, I don't know why I said Saints. Um, <laughs> they they look the same to me for whatever reason, but I know they're not. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not an NFL person I'll watch the NFL if it's on mm-hmm. casual yeah casual fan. background noise yeah you know but anyways
0: <laughs> well what, what oh what matchup do y'all have for this week going in
1: pause right before What's we you? get into that my uh little thing obviously I just said it uh I got Titans. Just because I'm a hater for to the two <laughs> this, I'm so sorry. Taylor certified and Kobe. hater. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on my forehead and everything. Please let me know. But I mean, like you said, can he pick it? That man is—is is he going off? Is he—is he really got a choice? Uh, we're I mean, going to
0: see how he plays with the rib injury because <laughs> get, oh they keep putting him in, and then he like leaves in the middle of the game. I'm like, guys, come on! what Like are we doing? now is
1: not the time, y'all. Now is not the time. But. As we close out the Tuesday tally, we're going to get right into the NFL, which brings us to Monday Night Football, where the Lions defeated the Raiders 26-14, to and news came out this morning that the head coach and the offensive coordinator both got fired, if I'm corrected.
0: Did you guys see Devontae Adams after that game? <laughs> that man <laughs> is very upset. Oh, I think for fantasy, he, he got like not even two points I you could just tell that he's so frustrated and now they're saying that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to be starting anymore they're going to have their backup quarterback in because it's not clicking something's not working especially offensively and they mm. got to figure it out because having Devonte Adams as a wide receiver he's an elite player and they should be making
1: more out of him what right on the street Devonte Adams does want to come to the Dallas Cowboys just saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that combo, but I mean, we're good with CD. Bye, DeMonte. Go somewhere else. <laughs> CD had a great, game, great last game last yes. game. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure they covered it on Monday. I wish I was on Monday's episode.
2: But- <laughs> hey, but it's good, like, going in to play in the Eagles on Sunday. Oh, it's kind of nice having
0: that. How do you
1: guys efficient. feel about that rivalry? I,
0: I, I oh, I know love it, gets, it. I know it's pretty heated.
2: I love it. I also, before the Diamondbacks went to the World Series, whenever... Um, they were playing game seven with the Phillies. I was like, for the sake of the city of Dallas and Arlington, (laughs) because if we played the Phillies, then they would have played Saturday night if it went to game seven. And then that next day, the Eagles would have been in town. And I was like, for the sake of Arlington existing, (laughs) I hope the Diamondbacks win. And luckily they did, but it's always fun. Like the atmosphere, but also just, The players they get so into it. Like Micah Parsons, for example, his first year as a Cowboy, he's like, he's like, I don't like the Eagles. He's like, I'm a Cowboy. I don't like like the Eagles. Like it's just the culture, and I love it. it. I just love it's like the games are always fun to look forward to, and you know, there's always good matchups. But like something about that rivalry is just so good. It's probably one of the better ones. Like
3: I think, like being an athlete, like I'm a very loyal, like team like if i root for a team i'm sticking to it yeah, like absolutely. i'm never going to change up i'm not a big player person i mean like players like it depends like with the astros if like altuve left i would still support the team that he's on <laughs> you know but like i'm i'm a very loyal fan to teams and i love it when athletes have that yes. as well like it's not it's not about like it is about the money but mm-hmm. it's not like they always want to stay on the team that they're on and i think that's very admirable that athletes can be loyal because then as like
2: a fan it's even more exciting to watch them and watch the team and yeah they want to represent the city and that makes you feel good yeah you know and it's like I mean Mike Parsons came out he was not a Texas boy and so it's like (laughs) but he is acting like he is he's acting like he was born and raised Dallas Cowboy fan (laughs) like he's like I love J.R. Jones like everything you (laughs) know so it's just fun as a fan to get to watch that and like you said it's really admirable like Thank you for representing my talent. Thank you for playing and representing having the star on your helmet and stuff like exactly. that. So it's really. Yeah, fun.
1: absolutely. With that being said, going back to Taylor's question, who is y'all's matchup this week in week nine of 18? We're already halfway through the NFL season, y'all. And i, I want to like know I missed it. Um, besides
0: cowboys eagles i think that'll be a really good game <laughs> cowboys have been playing great since you know the nightmare in san francisco they've been playing really well <laughs> but yeah. the and the eagles best team in the nfc but my other matchup of the week is dolphins chiefs that's what i they're was going to say, what I, was gonna say too. Many, God, I mean engaged. two really <laughs> high powered offenses and the chiefs are coming off a loss and they're definitely looking to bounce back and they're good coming off losses and international games it's going to be exciting i can't wait to see it. You
3: think morning wow it's crazy y'all though. think uh taylor swift's gonna show up to this one
0: um i don't think so because her next leg of the tour starts in a week i think oh so okay, I mean, okay, she, okay i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> no comment
3: <laughs> no i agree. you know me texans fan the texans and the bucks <laughs> are playing buccaneers i know i'm getting weird faces right now from press no y'all hold off that steelers win hey I, hey you never I, know i know no. <laughs> Taylor's shaking her head. <laughs> Taylor's not having a fun time. But um yeah, I'm excited for that game. I guess as a casual player, casual fan,
1: casual
0: player,
3: C- player, I play for the Texans. Yes, Harris is um, actually. The I'm the quarterback actually. the quarterback. actually, I'm CJ. You're CJ. I'm him. I'm him. But, I'm him.
0: <laughs> but anyways,
3: um, they are. I think mm, if you look at like the statistics for the Buccaneers quarterback and CJ Stroud like he's as a rookie versus a six six season player like they are pretty even on an even playing field I think when I checked CJ Stroud had more yards than um the Buccaneers quarterback Mayfield Baker Mayfield so I'm I'm interested to see how the turnout of that game will I be watching it probably not um but I am proud of the Texans and how far they've come. I'm proud of CJ Shroud and the quarterback that we have. So those are my two teams, as well as the Dolphins and the Chiefs. So, yeah.
1: I got Sunday Night Football. I don't know if y'all know, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals are playing. I love Josh me some Allen and, Bar- and Joe Burrow. <laughs> yes. That is please. A hottie matchup of the night. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real, ladies. But I'm really excited to see that because the Bills are 5-3 and three and the Bengals are 4-3. and three. So that's... That's a beautiful game for it to be Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And then obviously Monday night football, I believe it is the Chargers and the Jets. Um that says it all to be honest. The Cowboys defeated the Chargers, so that's that's pretty much it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Y'all think the Cowboys are going all the way?
2: No.
1: No. Absolutely. Nah. Not. <laughs> <I'm> Realistically,
2: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but before we close out the NFL, um little little topic right here, I do want to announce that the 49ers are trading for commanders defensive than Chase Young. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you think about that, Taylor. If you have any opinion, Presley cares. I think this is a big deal for me. Mm. I don't know. I'm like, that's low-key <laughs> kind of scary. I'm like, like, the Cowboys always see the 49ers every year. <laughs>
0: so, I mean, I think it's good for the 49ers, but obviously the Niners have been they're in a little bit of a rough patch right now. Yeah, they so, beat Dallas
2: and then they're
0: 0 so, 3 now. And yeah, the, yeah. they've dropped all the games. So hopefully that should be good for them. Switch things up a little. See what happens.
3: I mean, wait, who are the Vikings playing? Vikings play against Saints this Sunday. <gasps> Kirk and Cousins. Kirk Cousins, you know, his <laughs> oh, Achilles is also he got out torn. Of uh, I yes. feel so
0: bad for him. He, he
3: had a little purple cast a on. Great season too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the Vikings are probably not gonna make it this season I don't think they were in the first place you know, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being completely honest but I I not want to just like that past but anyways yeah, yeah the
0: Vikings yeah. are they're like they're four and four rough one mm-hmm. like no no Justin Jefferson either that backfield is is going to struggle a lot yeah
1: oh yeah most definitely but going into the other national little sports league that we have it is the NBA the first game we are going to be talking about is the Mavs defeating the Grizzlies one twenty-five to one ten.
3: I know Audrey's happy about
1: that. I am absolutely <laughs> ecstatic. You know why? Because I learned what a triple double is, and Luka Doncic <laughs> got another got thirty got another points. Another one!
0: Yay! His yeah. second in three games, I think. Yes, is, and he's just totally
2: insane, and he's so young. Like that's what's just blows my mind every time he breaks a new record or gets another triple double or anything like. He's so young. And I, I think, think he's 24, right? Yeah.
1: Just, just clarify. that. Yeah. And
2: I think he's about, if he's not already, he's about to be tied for ninth. And so it's just like, you still have a lot of years playing. Like, what are you going to just, and the season's only just started too. Yeah. So it's like, who knows what he's going to accomplish this season. And so Luke is just, I mean, he's always been a great player. You know, he's had some rough times, but I mean, he's looking really good this season.
0: I mean, he's 48% from three in the first three games. That was awesome. And the Mavericks also just in the first half were lethal three-point shooting. They were like 15 for 26, I think. So they were they were really making everything. They couldn't miss.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then the next game that we're going to be covering, it is the Nuggets defeating Utah Jazz. 110 to 102. Oh my goodness. I know Tay Oh my god, sorry, not Taylor. I know Kaylani yeah, is yeah. jumping in her boots right now. This girl's so happy for the nuggets. I mean, Jokic went off as well. He got uh 11 assists, 10 rebounds, 27 points. That man was on.
3: I I will say also, Kaylani thought like said last week that she thinks Utah Jazz is gonna come up this this season. That so is and they like one ten to one oh two, like that's close in my opinion. Like they fought really hard. You can see that, and you can see that they could be running up behind the Nuggets in in playoff. Who knows? Who knows? I I mean, I mean like season's just a week in, so yeah, you never
1: know. Literally, but
3: it. They fought hard, like you see it by the score, like mm-hmm. you can tell. So.
0: Especially Laurie Markkinen, like man was working on the glass. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. He, He's he's great this season so far. I like what I'm seeing from him.
1: What do y'all think about the next game, the Spurs versus this? Taylor, what do you
3: think about the next Taylor. game? Let's clarify that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> towards Taylor. I mean – the Suns were up the whole entire game and then in the last like I don't even know 0.2 seconds Wimby like had like a putback dunk and then they stole the ball and got a layup and they ended up winning and I was like wow did that actually just happen <laughs> Suns had no Bradley Beal no Devin Booker though and it was still pretty close but that was just crazy my face when it happened I just was like what
1: what? What? <laughs> what did I just witness right now? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Also, I don't know if y'all saw this. A couple of days ago, Skims is all of a sudden the official. Correct me if I'm wrong. Underwear brand. Yes. For the NBA. yes. yes. Underwear partner. What do y'all think about that? I think that is the most out of the blue thing ever. It's so know. random. Very random. Really. But
3: I mean, Kim Kardashian posted like athletes in right. Skims underwear. Mm. Correct. Is yeah. what.
0: What athletes did she like? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. I know Neymar was in there.
1: I don't yeah, there was else. like quite a
3: few. So I mean, that's cool and everything, but scams is not expensive. So
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, just only the athletes can afford it.
3: Yeah, exactly. And
0: they'll get it for free anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> they don't even wow.
3: gotta pay for anything. So
0: well, yeah, I was very surprised to see that, but. I don't know. Kim Kardashian knows how to market. That's came all. came so, out of left field for, for sure. Really. It's like Chris Jennifer.
1: It's not, <laughs> not even Kim. It's Chris. He's yeah. putting in that mark. manager. <laughs> well, zooming out again once more. The MLB, the World Series is in progress, and Game Four happened last night. The Rangers once again take the lead. They are now three and one. They won last night, eleven to seven, against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, let me fact check myself. The next game is today at 7 to 3 p.m. I want to know who y'all are going for. I want to know what y'all's thoughts are. I know two players are out, right?
3: Adolis, Garcia, and Max Scherzer, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, they were listed as out.
2: So we had Cody Bradford and Ezekiel Duran take their spots, which I was nervous when I saw that they weren't, they were taken off the roster. I was like, oh, gosh, like, is this gonna Especially work? Especially Garcia. Out? Garcia's a really good player. Garcia and Seeger have single-handedly carried this team through some of these games. And so when I was like, crap, I don't like Corey can hit home runs all day, but if no one else gets on base, what's pointless? You know, like yeah. and so it was really it's a very big game for Marcus Simeon. He got his home run all like l- pretty good amount of the postseason he's been a little cold and so it was kind of like okay this is where you need to step up and luckily he did Jonah Heim got his first hit of the world series which ended up being a home run which was amazing wow. and you know they just were relentless and but the Diamondbacks I mean credit to them because going into the 8th the ninth, they were down mm-hmm. like 11 to 1 was yeah. I think in the 8th and they just fought they back fall. and made it... At first, like... Got flashbacks to the Ash.
3: I love it. I have more flashbacks?
2: <laughs> and, like, the Diamondbacks just kind of... They play... They're very much a small ball team. And the Rangers can be too, but they n- haven't been recently, so they're kind of having to go back to that. And so when the Diamondbacks started coming back, I was like, okay, like, we have a game now. You can't just... Uh, we have a lead. No, they almost... I mean, they scored six. So, you know, it's just kind of... It's baseball one you really never know mm-hmm. but the diamondbacks are also relentless so they're probably going to come out tonight fighting so if the rangers want to win at all you got to stay on the gas and just keep going. Yeah.
0: Did you guys see that this is, like, the least watched World Series ever? Yeah. <gasps> I'm not. I haven't been
3: watching it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not
0: I'm not surprised. Like, I honestly wanted the Phillies over the Diamondbacks because I just thought that the Rangers were going to blow mm. the Diamondbacks out every single yeah,
3: game. Yeah. I think Diamondbacks was a shock to me seeing in the yeah. World Series, I to think be they honest. they shocked a lot of
2: people. But no one wants to watch <laughs> like, them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a good team, though.
3: Um. But... I know off air we were talking about the Halloween costumes with the NFL and the NBA. Year. Year. Deandre, DeAndre Johnson dressed up as Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. Um, you know, Victor Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama,
0: yeah. He
3: was Slenderman. And then um, Al P from the Rockets. Uh, He was dressed up as Harry Potter.
0: What was y'all's favorite look? Those were just a few, but... I loved Giannis, like, going through media questions Yeah. the Hulk mask and the gloves. <laughs> I thought that was
2: so hilarious. I
0: couldn't. Th- that guy is so He funny. was,
2: like, committed to the voice and everything. He it
1: was. was good. He yeah. was playing the part. Yes. He's getting an extra paycheck for that one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I really liked the Andre Johnson's look. <laughs> the, Taylor, like, Cole Taylor Swift thing. Iconic. Like, that's, I think that's just so funny. So.
1: Do you have one, Presley?
2: I'm probably going to say Giannis. Really? I also really love the Hulk. So like really oh yeah I love the Hulk that's probably my favorite one
1: my mm. favorite Marvel character well. obviously we cannot go without mentioning Miles Garrett because that guy iconic every single year this one was the a creeper little... yeah creeper, he was a I'm a like, scary like, I'm like okay. a someone, you did he did
3: one from eleven am I really I wrong? think so. he did I swear
0: I think he did I think he did he, yeah he's always really creative was it mm-hmm.
3: was someone like last year or was it this year like. A Stranger Things character?
1: Last year. Last year. Oh, I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <It's> okay. <laughs> no, another one. I think that was like kind of boring, I guess, in a sense. Was Joe Burrows? I wanted to bring him up just because it was oh, just the massive yeah. so, sweatshirt, Ruh. Come on, mm. I'm like, I know you could do better we than that. Come more. on, now. I saw that, and more. I sent it to
2: my friend. I was like, Is this your man? I was like, <laughs> This is okay. your man.
1: This is your man. But we are gonna pass it over to Miss lay for the weather. Okay, guys, it is sunny, but it's 49 degrees outside
3: pretty cold i'm Burn. wearing the leggings underneath my jeans right now you know you gotta <laughs> layer up <laughs> and looking at Karis? <laughs> and um it's the sunny conditions are going to continue all day the wind gusts are at 15 miles per hour so you know there's a little bit of a wind chill mm-hmm. um it's supposed to go to like 51 the 59 is like the highest it will reach today um, tomorrow Thursday, the lowest thirty six, and the high is sixty three. <gasps> Friday, the lowest forty six, but the high seventy two. And then continuing on from like Saturday, all the way till next Thursday, it's supposed to be like high seventies, eighty one, 81, 82, 84. So right. like, it's very confusing weather at the moment. Um, I just want it to stay cold because I just. I did really enjoy the cold. Um, <laughs> but that is the weather for the day. And I hope you all enjoyed that little segment.
1: I did. Thank you, Miss Carisley. <laughs> well, thank you all for tuning in into today's episode of Bobcat Radio. If you enjoyed this broadcast and never want to miss anything San Marcos, make sure to follow us at KTSW Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. Once again, I've been your host, Audrey Pascias, with my producer, Karis Lay, and my co-host, Taylor Quinn and Presley Davis. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day, and let's get you back to the other side of radio.